to kicking it with the king podcast man thank you all for joining me today where we're going to talk about three different ways to bidding projects these are the three basic but also complex ways that people can bid a, a project you know as an electrical contractor maybe um you're new to it and you want to know different ways well listen up and, and we're going to learn those ways or maybe you're just someone that's wanting to work for themselves and you, you know, maybe you're doing a side job and um, you don't know really what to put out there. Well, after today's episode, you, you might be able to have a little bit more of an understanding on the three basic and maybe even a fourth nugget if, if we got time. So the first way that people bid is per square footage. This is probably for larger projects or for quick um, bidding if you need to get a bid out there really quick you could do per square footage so let's just say for example you have a 500 square foot basement and you're bidding it for five dollars a square foot that means that project there would be 2500 now, I'm just throwing a number out there. I'm not saying five is the magic number. <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't the magic number. I don't really do square footage, but this is just one way of doing it. This The, the square footage way is, is really tricky, though, to me. I've, I've talked to many different people, and it's, it's like an average, right? So you could probably price out however you want on six projects. Let's just say, and then you take the average square footage price of each project and put them together and find that maybe five is the number. The The reason why I don't do this method is because sometimes you, sometimes the project, there's a lot in one little certain area. Let's just say a kitchen, for example. The kitchen might have you know, a 220 range, it could have a 220 double oven, two disposals, two dishwashers, one microwave, obviously the two small appliance uh, circuits. What else? Uh, maybe a few lighting circuits in there, under cabs, uh, pendants. Again, and this is all in like a little 300 square foot little kitchen or, or even smaller. So, <clears throat> excuse me, with that being said, there's a lot going into that. You don't want you don't want to get caught up doing square footage and then going back and going, you know, I I know I gave you this awesome price and it was quick and fast, but I'm going to have to charge you more. As as an electrical contractor, that's one thing you do not want to do. You don't want to go in 
low on the front and then heavy on change orders. I know contractors do that a lot. I know uh, business philosophy, they do that a lot. Let's let's be the lowest bid and then go back in and get them on change orders. We're the opposite here at Wired Up. We like to hit everything on the front end. Hey, man, this is this is what it's going to be. And then go in w with smaller change orders. That way they know what they're getting themselves into. So on this on the square footage, I know some contractors, some guys will say, "Hey, um, the five dollars a square foot only covers what code requires. Anything else, we're gonna have to um, address." Okay, you could do it that way, but now everything outside of your square footage is pretty much per opening, right? So let's say the microwave circuit in the kitchen isn't a required circuit. So how much are you charging for that circuit? Is it 500? Is it 300? Is it 1,000? I don't know. So you're doing square footage and maybe a little more, but I for those out there that do the square footage, hey man, good, good luck to you. Second way of doing it is per opening. This is how I operate here at Wired Up. We do per opening, which means every switch, every receptacle, every uh, keyless, lamp, light, ceiling fan, whatever. It all has a value to it. For example, I may charge, let's just say, 50 bucks a receptacle. All right. Well, you have 15 receptacles in there. 750 bucks for those. Right. So that includes the uh, breaker, the cable, the receptacle outlet, which is the plastic nail on box or whatever you're using, and then the device with the trim over it. Everything, the labor, the material, all that good stuff is factored in to that one um, opening cost. So if it's 50 bucks, that's what you're getting. Now, now, it, it does get tricky. You know, you have your dedicated circuits. Well, if it's a dedicated circuit, let's say going from the panel to maybe a fridge. You know, they got a full standing fridge or maybe it's a small fridge and they just want a dedicated circuit. Hey, I don't mind. 200 bucks. All right. Well, now that covers the breaker, the cable, the nail-on box, the device, the trim, and it stays right in that one box. It's a dedicated circuit. So that might be, you know, 200 bucks. Okay, cool. So things can vary. Um, it, it's a little trickier when you get into the custom homes and the larger projects because you have to really um, dig deep to count everything up properly because you don't want to miss out on money and you don't want the um, contractor to be overcharged as well either. So, again... That one might take a little bit more than the square footage. Square footage, you go, hey, it's a 10,000-square-foot house at $5, 50000 Boom, done. Send it. Whereas in the per opening, you count up every receptacle, every GFI, every light switch, every um, can light, whatever it is. You, you're counting everything up and line item itemizing everything. So that's just, that just is what it is. The third way is probably the most simplest way um, that you won't lose your tail, and that is time and material, right? So let's say I get called in to do a kitchen remodel, and 
it's a mess. You know, they, they don't have the proper circuits ran to the kitchen. Everything's tied together. They're all sharing neutrals, so on and so forth. But it's a headache. Man, I don't even, I can't charge this per opening because I have so much demo and rewiring I have to figure out that it just, I, you know what? You're just going to have to pay X amount of money for my time. Let's just say it's, let's just say it's a hundred bucks. And my helper over here, Sancho's, he's going to get paid 50 bucks. Okay, so now you got $150 an hour for two guys. We show up at 7. We take our breaks. We take our lunch. The lunch, obviously, probably not paid for, so you wouldn't factor that in. But your breaks, if, if I'm paying uh, Sancho's that time and myself, then, then the customer is going to have to pay for those two 15-minute breaks one early in the morning, one later in the day. So from 7 to 3.30, that's an eight-hour day with a 30-minute non-paid lunch. Eight times 150, let me pull up my calculator, 1,200. You're paying us $1,200 for that day. Okay, well, what about material? Oh, no, no, no problem. If it's van stock material, then you pull it off your van or your truck or out of your pouch, whatever you're using. You factor in what that cost of that material is from maybe Home Depot. You can pull up a Home Depot app on your phone or call the supply house, whoever you're using. Say, hey, how much is um, three single gang nail-ons? Okay, they're a dollar a piece. That's $3 times 20%. You always want to add a certain percentage on to the material because that covers, you know, maybe the gas, um, covers a little bit of overhead. You always mark up. If you're providing the material, you always mark up. That's just the business side of it. 20% is, is the magic number for us. We like to stay at that uh, number. So let's say it's $3 times 1.2. So then for those three boxes, it's $3.60. So if that's all I used, now you're paying us $1,203.60. Pretty simple. Not not too hard, you know. Um, and then if you got to go back, then again, it's the same thing, time and material. Some people put a service charge in there. If it's a project that I'm going to be on it for more than a day or, or, or something like that, I usually might not do the service charge, right? And, and it's usually about 100 bucks. You can do a service charge if you want. Again, they've already invested twelve hundred into me and Sancho, so we're we're cruising. Um, if it's if it's a small project, let's say you go out and you reset a GFI, or you you replace one, then okay, it's it's one hundred fifty bucks. Um, maybe it only took us an hour, so you got one hundred fifty. The cost of the GFI, uh, let's just say twenty bucks times 1.2 that's that gives you the 100 percent on the 20 and then the 0.2 is is the 20 it is the extra 20 percent so it gives you 24 bucks so now you're plus 150 you're looking at 174 and you've been there an hour plus let's just say a hundred dollar service charge 274 and and that's usually what they would cost for for a larger company to go out there and do that as well Probably even a little more. They probably charge you three fifty, four hundred. So you being at two seventy four, hey, that's not bad, man. That covers the hundred dollar, hundred and fifty dollars for you and your guy. That covers the cost of the GFI that you replaced, and it covers a service call. 
You don't ever you don't really actually lose on time and material. Except for on projects that you can get done quicker that you do, can do per maybe square footage or per opening and make a little bit more. So again, at the end of the day, the for wired up, time and material is probably the lowest on our paying scale. Per opening, adding up the projects and getting them done quicker, that pays everybody a little more, my guys and myself. Time material, I don't mind that when I'm doing demo and, and little small projects for guys. Um, so hopefully you guys learned something, man. Again, I covered square footage per opening and time and material. Another one might just be per project. Maybe you have a ceiling fan that you go to a customer's house and you say, you know what? I'll charge you 350 bucks to demo the one there and put another one up. Okay, fine. You demo the one down. You go up there. You notice that the plastic nail-on box isn't rated for a ceiling fan. So now you go to the store. You go and buy a ceiling fan rated box. You bring it back. You install it. You put up the ceiling fan. Good to go, right? Maybe it takes you a total of two hours. Okay. The ceiling fan rated box is maybe... 20 bucks, maybe you use some loose end materials. So you're invested at it in into for like 25 bucks. And what we say 350 minus 25 puts you at 325. Took you two hours divided by two. You made $162.50 an hour. Not bad. So you can do a fixed project price too. You can even go in there and look at that 500 square foot basement and go, mm, you know, I'm going to charge you five grand. Just shooting from the hip. Be careful on those, though, because you you don't want to overprice and you don't want to underprice. So shooting from the hip or doing a fixed price, it's good. But just 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 be careful what it includes, because you know there, there will be change orders. How are you going to handle that on, on larger? Obviously, if you go in and, and switch out a ceiling fan, it's pulling one down, possibly having to switch out the. The um, box, maybe it's not rated for a ceiling fan, so you got to get a ceiling fan rated box and then and then slapping up the, the new ceiling fan. It is not rocket science, guys. That's pretty simple. $350, good price. You make out $162.50 an hour. You're, you're sitting good, right? You're going out to Texas Roadhouse at night. Other projects, remodels, um, additions, basements, things like that, you probably want to go in either with square footage or per opening or even TM, just so you don't lose your butt. There's a lot of unknown factors in these ones. There's a lot of change orders. So even if you go into a basement and go, okay, there's 5,000, I'm covering everything on this plan. What if they come back and hit you with 10 different change orders? How do you handle that? So just be careful. Anyways, I hope you liked it. Until next time, we will chat with you guys. Appreciate you joining me again. Have a kick butt day. See ya. Oh yeah, here comes the king. Oh yeah, you've been listening to the most electrifying podcast on the internet. Kicking it with the king. Jay the Basement King Grunberg. Make sure you subscribe. Oh yeah, we'll see you next time on Kicking It with the King.